Well, it's your boy C Row Money Money that C dot R O double dollar sign, host of the Nerding with Friends podcast. I'm joined this afternoon by my co-host, Codename Comet. Salutations, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds. This your boy Codename Comet. What's going on this evening? Now I'm about to I'm about to snitch on on Codename real quick because we just got out of <laughs> we just got out of a session with Podcast Hero trying to improve the platform trying to get better at what we do. Those guys really know what they're talking about. Definitely um, we'll check out their um, masterclass if you could. But this man proposed the topic we're discussing today. And after the class had the audacity to say he ain't want to talk about it no more. Now, now, before he goes on spilling, spewing this nonsense, I never said I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I simply said, I am now in administrative mode. There's a different mindset. If you know me, I have about three different mindsets. One's for working, one's for talking and chitting and chatting and having a good old time, and one's for administrative work, it's business. Sometimes you got to get the business done. And after this, this grand ass meeting talking about ways to expand the podcast and give y'all more glorious content and give it to you in a way that y'all can actually interact with us and we can interact with you and, you know, we can really grow this thing the right way. I mean, can you blame a guy? It's not like I wasn't trying to give y'all content. I got something in the tuck. I'm bringing something out next week. Y'all so, gonna be all right. So he'd say. But anywho, today is May 28th. We're recording this around 5.58 Eastern Standard Time. So the leaks for the most recent My Hero Academia chapter are out. But we're not talking about that right now because last week we got to see the third one for all users quirk. So now we have knowledge on every quirk inside of one for all minus the second users. So this episode, we're going to talk about Deku, one for all, all the quirks inside of one for all and speculate on what that last mystery quirk might be. And we're going to get right into that after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Nerding with Friends podcast. This is your boy, C-Ro Money Money, that's C-R-O double dollar sign. We're talking My Hero Academia today, specifically the one for all quirk and all the powers inside it. So, 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 so. For what we know, there are nine users, or there have now been nine users with Deku being the last, and maybe it's technically 10. Technically, okay, so there's technically technically be 10. You're right, that is absolutely correct. Because this all started with for a minute, this all started with all for one, and it went and it kind of went back through for a little bit, but. So with the technical 10 users, knowing that Deku is the 10th, it just makes it even more fitting that he would be. Well, I was talking about, I was talking about Bakugo. Oh, yeah. So there's been 11? 
And well, but then again, then that, again, we that don't know yet. That's debatable. The actual, the actual one for all court has been possessed by nine, ten different people, including Bakugo. All for one was a a very crucial part to forming the court we know today of one for all. It's funny because he had this this awesome quirk to stockpile power. And you think about how one uh, all for one operated back in the day. We saw it in um, early chapters and in the anime. He pretty much made deals with people. People would um, ask him to take their quirks away and other people would ask for quirks. Either way, it's like making a deal with the devil. He'll do this for you, but you're going to owe him something down the line. But he's also a villain, so he would just go and take quirks that he liked. He mentioned that um, some of the last time we saw him where he would see a quirk and, you know, he would just want it. And I think that has a lot to do about the um, the way quirks manipulate a person's body. Like uh, Himiko Toga, for example, her quirk is being able to take somebody's abilities and appearance if she ingests their blood. But on the side of that, she wants to make the people she loves and care about bleed. And it's just something innate in her because of her quirk. It's not, you know, I think the way society treated her contributed to her mental state. But all this could have been prevented with proper treatment and all right. for one i see that in the same vein is you know he's attracted to these quirks and he feels a need to steal them right it's like this his his quirk in itself has that ability to take quirks and that's just all he would want to do because that's the longing of the quirk itself and um damn well he gave the wrong nigga a quirk, I'll tell you that. He gave, he he gave, gave him the wrong, wrong quirk. quirk. <laughs> he gave him the wrong <laughs> like, quirk. Uh, and what another thing I liked about this is it doesn't seem like all for one had such malicious intent for his brother. You know, he kept him around like as bad as it seems. Like he didn't he didn't straight up kill his brother to to my knowledge. Well, I, I believe it, like, in the story, it said like he gave his brother a quirk so that eventually he could be able to overpower him and then eventually bring him to his side because he was always, you know, they talk about it a lot, but, you know, Horikoshi being a big um, fan of Star Wars. So he always kind of, you know, he's kind of saw that Dark Vader, Luke Skywalker kind of uh, relationship where all for one wanted one, you know, his brother to stand beside him and they could rule together as the demon King and, you know, the hero, like they, you know, like they've read in the story, but, you know, if you've read it on, you know, you know, that, you know, Yorichi Shigaraki, AKA one, the first user of one for all talk, you know, tells it himself, his, his older brother never read the whole story. So he doesn't know how it ends. The demon King is not the hero that, you know, all for one believes himself to be. And I think that in itself is a kind of a beautiful sort of inverse between the two brothers, because it's like, 
like you said, give him another quirk and he may not be a villain. Give it, it all for one to go to to go back to the subject of one for all the quirk. You got to think the power to stockpile power is a very specific quirk. And he passed right. it on to his brother because he took pity on him because he everybody at this point thought his brother was quirkless. So he right. gave him the power to stockpile power. And it sounds like that is also pretty much a useless power in itself if you're just stockpiling it. So what I always thought was interesting with one for all is it was created by all for one passing a stockpiling quirk to his brother who only had a quirk that could transfer quirks so at some point there was somebody who had a stockpiling quirk all for one took that quirk from them that would stockpile some power he then in turn gave it to his brother Another transfer stockpiled more power. So when um, the first user of One for All got the stockpiling quirk that mixed with his quirk to transfer quirks, there had been a little bit of power built up in there when the time he got it. So that's the first part of One for All we could talk about now is the stockpiling aspect and how even before it became One for All, it came with a little bit more power than what was created by passing it down by the users. Um, I almost want to, well, I guess it don't really matter now. The guy's probably dead, but I, I wonder who who it was like if the person had any sort of like kind of clout or you know um renown about him or was it just some random dude with a stockpiling quirk that allowed him you know to continue to build power so uh, and with that being said i guess with the stockpiling you do gather strength so is it a time thing or is it a a passing uh, a passing of the torch type of thing where it's doubled or tripled every time you pass it to the next person. Yeah. And because with that being said, how would that be the fact or how would that be the case if in reality it was never supposed to get transferred anyway? Well, I think the combination of the two kind of created a new quirk. So, so like they evolved themselves when the two mixed together. Yeah, but okay. just the stockpiling part of that, I feel like it would be innate with the transfer, and that's how one for all kind of operates. But there's mm -hmm. still so many mysteries behind it. Like we found out that there were multiple quirks inside of um one for all uh quite some time ago for anybody that reads the manga. The anime is just about to drop that bomb on y'all uh, tomorrow, uh, depending on whenever we get this episode out. Well, I believe they've shown they've shown that he's seen them. 
but uh, he's yeah, but we didn't know that there are more yeah. inside yeah. of it. We've known, we've always known the users, but yeah. nobody else has been able to display a quirk that wasn't theirs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. And you think if we know that the the quirk is doing this now because of the quirk singularity, it's built up so much power. So while we're 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 still talking on this now, you know what? I'm gonna come back to that. Let's talk about the different users and their abilities. And we'll start with the third user because we still don't know the second. We'll circle back to him at the end as well. But the third user whose name we don't know had the quirk five gen and it's based off the Chinese martial arts ability. Basically it's a sudden release of energy Deku just displayed this recently in the manga, and it reminds me of like a K.O. Ken. So now I'm thinking eventually, you know, hopefully Deku's going to be able to use 100% of one for all to where he's stronger than all might physically. And on top of all that, he'll have an extra boost because of the Fajin course. Like imagine like one one thing that I'm going to be excited for, and I feel like this is going to be the first thing he's going to use when he starts to master or in the process of mastering the Fajin. I feel like he's going to turn, you know, you know, one of the things, what's the first thing we uh, Deku learned uh, how to use was the flick, you know, him flicking his those air pockets at people. So if you turn the fudge in with those little air pockets, like he can start just doing it rapidly. It's already strong in itself. Like now he has a Gatling gun in his fingers. Um, I think one of the biggest, at least I guess, isn't that hasn't completely been revealed yet, but I think one of the biggest things about seeing the third user and the third user's power that caught to me was kind of learning that there's a more of a possibility that it's actually not Kirishima. And one of the rumors that, you know, keeps going through the airways has now been, you know, kind of axed. Ah, and, yes. Thank you. I'm so glad. You know what I'm saying? That's that's good. <laughs> it's like, I'm cool with that. Like, we yeah. need that. Let, let me get one more and I'm happy. Like <laughs> I was not a fan of any of the time travel theories going on. People were saying Aries sent Bakugo and Kirishima to the past. And I'm just like, man, I really, I, I've really been hoping that's not the case. We still don't know much about the second user to completely rule that out. And he looks a lot like Bakugo, but I just I just really hope just the fact that he's there and you see All Might represented in the vestige world as mm-hmm. this energy being. And you know, Bakugo's still alive. I don't know how they're gonna handle time travel in my hero academia. Everybody's got their own rules. You so, know what I what I would accept? I would accept that it's an ancestor of Bakugo. I would love that. I would love that. That's that's I, I can dig it. I can dig that way more because that that leads to when your grandson is finally there, like one of the reasons may, he may be so pissed off is knowing that his grandfather was, you know, a vestige of one for all. And now he don't have it. He gotta sit there and watch some weak ass kid who has it now. Like that would make so much more sense. But I mean, 
even if before that, having to watch All Might have it and he not have it, you know, it's him trying to be stronger than that. Him maybe feeling like, oh, I'm better than my grandfather. I'm, I don't need one for all to be a great hero. I'm going to get it by my own means. <laughs> but not him himself. That shit would make no fucking sense. Yeah, and the third user was also part of a resistance against all for one. You know, so basically when the the second and third user saved the first user from him, but still knowing it's his brother, they could have killed him right there. He never passes it down to them. You know, all for one runs Japan, probably the whole world after a while. Wasn't like a hundred years or some shit. Like all for one is old. All for one is very old. He's a very old man. Very old, smart, vengeful man. But Just moving, me. moving on to the next user, Number we have Hikage Shinomori, and he had one for all, the second longest, um, next to All Might for a total of about 18 years. And his quirk is danger sense, something that Deku um, discovers during his most recent fight with Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. Basically like his spider sense. Horikoshi is a big fan of Star Wars and American comics. His favorite hero being Spider-Man. And Deku is at this point basically a mixture of Spider-Man and Invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Always getting his ass beat and broken bones. <laughs> he can swing from shit, fly. He's got uh, a sixth sense to alert him to danger. And yeah, I'm gonna say I think he already Spider-Man. He's gotten all Spider-Man's like major things he's he's got a web he's got the he's got the sense he can fly basically he's super strong he can jump like i don't, I don't know if he's missing anything out of spider-man if to, he can be <laughs> it's a wrap to 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 talk more about um the uh the fourth user unlike one through three he was like you know what I ain't really trying to fight all for one. <laughs> that motherfucker's strong. So I see he, y'all deal with that. <laughs> he ain't go that well. So I'm gonna stand over here. <laughs> he uh he spent most of his time training the quirk, um, basically cultivating its power. I don't know what that consisted of, but you gotta think the way one for all was used prior to all might. It was to give your ability a little boost along with that strength as well. So you got to realize his danger sense was probably so great. He was alerted like more recently than he would be if, you know, danger was on the way in the form of all for one, as opposed to all for one being behind him or all for one is in his near vicinity. Right. I'd have to think it'd be it, it would be he'd be alerted as all for one was either further away or quicker or maybe a, a mixture of the two because especially with the ad the adage of uh 
having one for all, you know, on top of a quirk. I would have loved to see any of the court one for all vestiges like prior to offer or all might or deku mm-hmm. because it, it just just to give us an understanding of how it would affect someone with the quirk like yeah, this is yeah. what, i feel like this is one of the things we just haven't gotten yet I, I feel like we're maybe a couple episodes short of a um nana shimura court uh clip or something it's like flashback Mm-hmm. Another thing that Danger Sense, like the Titan Danger Sense, reminds me of is um the uh, meme with Spider Man talking to Miles Morales, and he's explaining to him like, yeah, Spider Sense is supposed to alert you when danger is nearby, and Miles is like, but is it supposed to always be going off, and Peter Parker's like, no, it's uh, oh, 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 oh. So, um, using that little bit of commentary, mm-hmm. when somebody is always out to get you for one reason or another, whether it be because you have one of the most powerful abilities on the planet or the color of your skin that that danger sense is always going to be going off and making you prepared. Honestly, if the fourth user didn't discover the ultimate drawback of one for all, who knows how much longer he would have had it. And Mm -hmm. that drawback is the longer one for all is in your body. If you already have a quirk, it starts to break your body down a lot faster. The user has these two lines over his eye, and that comes from basically his body not being able to handle multiple quirks. So you got to think about what is that going to do for someone like Deku? Uh, How old is is All Might now? Or Toshinori? Almost All Might's in his 50s. Okay, so he's he's well, Deku done done some shit. I don't know if he's gonna make it to fifty right now, but well, we'll get to that. We'll get to, well, we now we can talk about it now. It's it's different because the way it works is if you don't have a quirk, mm-hmm. one for all is basically trying to be your body's quirk, but your body already has a quirk, so okay. it breaks your body down. So it takes so one for all becomes your quirk as opposed to mixing with another quirk, which fast forwards your body to having to do some shit that it wasn't ready for. Right. So that's why All Might was able to, you know, basically master the quirk because he didn't have a quirk. So his body adapted and one for all became his quirk. His body had never known anything else. Now, not to completely derail us, I would want to get. I'm going to get us back to the, you know, the fourth, or carry us on to the fifth after this. But it would is the transition of what happened to the fourth, basically what what was going on with nine in the the latest movie. With having the multiple quirks, no, that that's different with nine because you see it with nine and Sugar Rocky, they had their bodies tampered with in order to hold multiple quirks. Nine Mm. nine had a disease. He had that Itachi shit. Nine was dying. 
So he did, he got the additional quirks to give him more power. But the whole point of the movie was him trying to find that, um, that blood type activation. So that, that quirk was supposed to neutralize that Itachi disease he had. Mm. Good storytelling. And I'm moving forward. Yeah, speaking of this, didn't things get a little bit little bit better here? Not not better in the sense that, you know, not to call the fourth user soft or nothing, but he spent his whole life running. It 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 did it did good, you know, like the successors, they got a strong quirk. But mm-hmm. after this, the other users were like, we're gonna use this strength and we're gonna try to put this motherfucker down. Basically yeah. what happened. And this bro, I gotta, gotta go. <laughs> this is where we get the fifth user, uh, Diagoro Banjo, aka the pro hero Lariat, described as being super funky. And his quirk, Black Whip. We talked about Deku being Spider Man. Black Whip is, I think, it's closer to like the Venom symbiote. Yeah. Like the black tentacles that can be used for various purposes. You know, the uh, Lariat actually just used them to like grab things and swing around. Mm. Deku, because it's been amped up with how strong One for All has gotten, you know, Deku's lifting things like 10 times heavier than what he should be grabbing multiple people. Right. It's it's increased clearly, and they they make note of that in the manga. I'm sure they'll do it in the anime too. Of how much One for All has boosted the strength the strength of Black Whip, and it's the mm-hmm. first quirk Deku unlocks outside of the, the 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 sheer power strength you get from One for All. And I would say he's definitely the most efficient in that. And that was proven in the most recent chapter that came out today where he's fighting Lady Nagant and he uses Black Whip as basically like a, a grappling hook. And it was like a super focused shot. And he's learning to manipulate it more. You can see it in the training art with Endeavor. Like this is definitely his go-to after... Um, just using the, the the pure strength of one for all, right? Which works with somebody like Deku, who is never really trying to kick your ass anyway or kill you. He just wants to capture you and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I figure far, out what's. Go ahead. No, I was like, Deku just be trying to figure out like why are you doing what you're doing? <laughs> Could you be good again? <laughs> About to get on that Naruto shit. He he gonna he gonna talk no jutsu a couple people. His oh company. my gosh! Right. <laughs> what's um what's cool about Lariat is we know that this was the first time all for one tried to steal the quirk and like I was saying again about the fourth who spent his time running but still trying to cultivate the power it definitely must have shown if it's at the point now where all for one is like okay I'm gonna try to take this shit <laughs> this shit and this shit and power it up. Nah, it didn't boost it. Maybe this is the first time it's gotten to the point where they're able to, if not 
kill him. They, 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 they're going toe-to-toe. They probably got that one stick straight to the jaw. It's like, hmm, I might need to take this shit back. <laughs> right. We saw that his brother wasn't enough. We know the second and the third weren't enough. I'm thinking the second might have had some... We'll get to that later. Never mind. He probably, he probably had a, a really strong quirk. But but the third who had the Fajin, you had to think, you know, all for one probably attributed most of that to the Fajin quirk as opposed to mm-hmm. one for all. He didn't right. really have any interactions with the four. So now Banjo, this, you know, he kind of reminds me of like a, a Lobo type character, like <laughs> Madman. Yeah. I'm sure he came in swinging all types of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And all from was like, damn, why is it, he shouldn't be this strong? Like, oh, give me that ish back. But he was like, hold on now, fam. He can't take it. I made you strong. I did this shit. And also, um, Banjo is the first user that Deku interacts with. I think he's had the most interaction with him. Yeah. He can also be described as a funky dude. I think he's definitely my favorite user inside the quirk. He just seems like, you know, a real fun dude, you know what I mean? Who enjoyed doing what he was doing. Loved mm-hmm. to fight somebody I go to war with. He's also bald. He's got a groovy oh. name. It's fitting of his name. He passed his quirk down by blood, actually. Do tell. Um, you see, with this, I don't know what happened between the first three users. Mm-hmm. Now, the fifth, sixth, and seventh all died in battle against um, all for one. Right. With these next three. And we know the quirk is transferred by, you know, getting another's DNA. Uh, All Might gave it to Deku by telling him to eat his hair. I assume that's also how he got it from Nana Shimura. Mm-hmm. But Banjo was bald, so he did a blood transfer similar to what Deku did to uh, Bakugo in the mm-hmm. second movie. And mm-hmm. after passing the court down, I imagine the sixth user in used his quirk, which is smokescreen, to... Fuck up out of there. Get the fuck up out of there. (laughs) You said it. Now we're going to talk about N, who looks like a mix of... um, He looks like a mixture of Inumaki from Jujutsu Kaisen and Best Genus. Looks like a strange combination of them. Yeah with a dash of Shinra from Fire Force. <laughs> Maybe that's where smoke comes from. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. His uh, his jacket kind of reminds me of one of the guys in the Phantom Troop. I can't remember exactly which one, but uh, it was he one. He got that shit up like um, the Akatsuki robes, too. Yeah. That shit looked dope. And we've but also... It, um, I think his interactions with Deku might be my best because he's the first one that kind of manifests after you know Deku meets with the vestiges 
and learns like how to use their quirks more. And the way he like materializes in the real world with Deku and it's like Deku's talking to him. I thought that was a good parallel to show like how he's got backup and some type of guidance around him. Even if, you know, is at the point where there's nothing really all might can teach him anymore. Like he's really done all he can do. All might is more of a protector at this point to the best of his abilities. Riding around in Hercules, busting busting ass. Mm-hmm. Just to talk about smoke screen, it's it is what it is. It releases a smoke screen, and motherfuckers can't see. That boy like the coughing. Yeah. But imagine being able to release like a smoke screen your opponents can't see you, and then having that much strength to give them a well placed punch. Mm-hmm. They can't see it coming. Uh, if you get the you get that run that that punch in the right spot, you might beat a couple people. And I'm I'm sure Ann had a good time um, as a hero with One for All. Like I said, we don't know a lot about the individual users up until right. we get to the seventh, and you know we've just really seen Deku use Smoke Screen recently, but we've seen that he can make enough to basically feel like a, a city block right. and it's this thick smoke screen that people can't see through he can't see through it and he's used it to sneak up on opponents and you know Deku is very tactical this is a very good quirk for him oh yeah absolutely I, I like the way he just recently used it by you know allow, giving him some time to power up the Fajin and charge Lady Nagant um like you said, it's 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 one of those attacks. It's it's one of those quirks that is truly perfect for someone who's such a tactician. Um, it, you know, Deku is the ultimate overthinker, and and a lot of these times with with all the quirks that he has now, it's going to allow him to be able to kind of go from you know quirk to quirk to really you know take on whoever he has to. But not the person we're talking about right now. I'm glad you mentioned that because N has um, a lot of insight on quirks, and I feel like his ability, I would love to see how he used it during his time as a hero. Right. Because he says to Deku that, you know, the the quirk is more of a tool. It's, it's more about you and what mm-hmm. you can do outside of the quirk. And that makes right. me think that you know, he was able to really utilize, you know, his quirk along with one for all to its best abilities, something mm-hmm. that hopefully he can teach Deku, who has all these other options to lean on. I bet he fought like closer to the way like Aizawa fought, like using it to blind your opponent in like short spurts or, you know, shooting little, you know, little particles to, you know, shield certain things or, you know, just moving it to to cover ground, like ground or non-ground, just just things like of, of that nature. He kind of seems like someone who would be more on the lines of a tactician. It's funny that you mentioned that he knows a lot about quirks because, um, he kind of has that in comment with Deku, you know, Deku at the beginning was just this person studying how to be a hero through, 
watching all these other heroes. So he learned a lot about the way that quirks worked in a, a way that people used them in, in the field of battle in order to, you know, conquer, conquer their opponents. So uh, it, it's going to be really interesting. I, I like that what we're seeing now is Deku using the quirk and then immediately you get a little uh, a little step into or a little dive into the the user themselves. So I hope uh, I hope you know as things transition, we'll see more of a relationships and bonds kind of form formulate between Deku and the other vestiges. Yeah, I don't know how much time we have left with My Hero Academia, but I would definitely enjoy that as well. Next up, this woman needs no introduction. The one that trained All Might, the one that I think Gran Torino was in love with. Absolutely. The, the one that really, really got under All Might's skin. Not, not really got under All for One skin. Nana Shimura. And her ability float. I feel like her ability mixed with Gran Torino's, you see them in the flashbacks, like they had to have been quite the team. Right. Her with float with the boost of one for all. And we've seen what he can do as an old man with his jet quirk. So imagine when he actually had stronger lungs and could take in more air. And move faster. Yeah, they were probably like the, the dynamic duo of the time. Um, question: it, it, it reminds me of, I think, a Jiraiya and a Tsunade. Yeah, they probably weren't together, but you know there was something there. Mm-hmm. So you, you said you had a question. Yeah, does she have a hero's name? I don't know. You know, most heroes do in this world. I think mm-hmm. the only person that doesn't have one is like Todoroki at this point. Yeah, who just goes by Shoko. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's probably not even going to last forever. I hope not. <laughs> so, you know, and their, their hero world is very different than mm-hmm. a normal, you know, the, the heroes get paid, they're licensed, you know, like you can normally find a hero's true name, their true identity under can most I do circumstances. Little, can I do a little reckless speculation while we on this topic real quick? Of her name? Mm-hmm. Of, or, of, of just names in general? Hero sure. name? Let's go. Alright, so I, what do you think about the, the transition of Endeavor going to Shoto? Like him, him outliving Ng Todoroki as Endeavor and being the new Endeavor. I don't think he would. I don't think it would happen just because we've already seen a mantle being passed down with Ida mm-hmm. and Ingenium. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I feel like that goes back to the first time. Well, not the first time, but, you know, that awesome 
fight between Deku and Todoroki, and Deku was like, it's not his power, it's yours. So I don't think that he would take the name Endeavor for that reason. Not, I understand, like, you, some people could say, like, he's going to do better by the name and, you know, be a better man or something, but... Even Endeavor in himself has evolved so much throughout the story. So I don't think that... Like only Endeavor can do Endeavor's name any justice at this point. Right. You know, and I don't think Shoto would, would want to to do that. You know, like, you know, there's still that difference between him and his dad. Like, at this point, he's doing it more for, you know, Toya and the rest of the family than right. for his dad. But I thought you meant Nana's name. I don't know what Nana's could have been. That's something I would speculate. Maybe it would be like a, a Star Wars related name to go along with Gran Torino. If it shares like something clo- like closer to like Leia or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it has some type of might in it. Maybe that's where all might came from. Like maybe she wasn't a well-known hero. Uh, you we, we were talking earlier um, about how you can just find out who a hero is, like you know, like there, everybody knows Endeavor is Enji Todoroki, mm-hmm. and who I don't know what the society was like back then, but if it was so public, we know a, a bit a lot about Nana as compared to the other users. We know that she was married; her husband was killed by a villain. She gave up her son because she didn't want him to also be a victim. And that son she gave up grew up to, you know, hate heroes. He feels like his mom put the job, her job over, you know, loving him. And in turn, when his kids wanted to be heroes, he lashed out at them and abused them. One of them being a young Shinko uh, Tamura, right? Yeah, little Tinko Shimura grew up to be Tomura Shigaraki, probably the worst villain this world has seen next to All for One. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her actions indirectly led to that, you know? And I'm sure that weighs heavily on her inside of the Vestige world. One of the first things she says to Deku, like, Basically, can you kill my grandson? Right. And what a what a fucked up thing to do. Uh, like for all for one to just take this kid on and just call him his his own, bro. Like <laughs> knowing he killed, knowing he murdered buddy grandma. Right. Knowing, knowing dad is like, like the did. only reason your your dad is like this is because I was gonna kill him. <laughs> probably probably killed um her husband. Probably. I got, I mean, I got, I find it hard to believe that he didn't do all of the killings in her family, but like, I feel like he, he had that much hate and, and loathing for this woman. Like, so what we know about the first three users are they lived in a time where all for one was in control. It sounds like this is pretty hell. much, like, yeah, <laughs> like you're living in hell. As far as I know, these three people did not have a family. The fourth user spent his time running, probably did not have a family. Banjo and N, 
I don't know. They fought hard. They they made that their goal. I don't know if they had families. Banjo seems like he was out here, you know, living a life, rock star. You know what I mean? And Andy, you don't know much about him to know whether he had a family or not. So if he had a family, he kept them under wraps. And you got to think, like, Shimmer has so many vulnerabilities because of this family. And right. she not only tried to save her son by giving him up, but, you know, she can now truly dedicate herself to one for all and beating all for one. I feel like she definitely wanted to be the one to end this. Like, I'm sure everybody had their own reasons, but for her to live a normal life and live the life she lived before getting one for all, Mm -hmm. You know, like she would have had to be the one because like the others, she fell in battle against him. But not before handing over her quirk to the bad man, Toshinori Yagi. The baddest, the coldest nigga in the land. Almighty. Mr. Quirkless. All Might is a great example of a char- an OP character done right. Oh, yeah. He, um, he's introduced as the pinnacle. Like, this is what the main character is striving to be. It's a lot different than what you see in, like, uh, a Dragon Ball uh, where, or even a Naruto, let's let's say. There's no mm-hmm. benchmark, you know? Like, yeah. you, hear, you hear about Madara, you hear about the first Hokage, but there's no benchmark. And Naruto just got stronger and stronger and stronger to where he went from being a ninja who could only make a failed copy of himself to this giant chakra fox. Mm -hmm. And we know Deku is going to be stronger than All Might, but right now this is the pinnacle. And it's not even a pinnacle because this is him at his prime. Yeah, it's not it's not him at his prime. And when we first meet All Might, like he has this this half of his stomach is gone. So he's been five years. Like, and he's still the number the, one. He's still <laughs> the number one dealing By with a half large stomach. margin. He's like, still the number one. And the the greatest thing that they did in this show is take him out of the picture to show how much of a gap there was between number one, number two, and everybody else. Because the minute he was gone, it was like all hell broke loose. It's like that moment, we talked about it in the Snyderverse cast. It's like when Superman dies. When when he's out of the picture, here comes the villains. And the shit... <laughs> like... Let's just backtrack a bit about All Might because he has the distinction of being the first person to get one for all and be quirkless. Right. And we saw we saw in flashbacks he walked up to Nana Shimmer. I don't even know how that that meeting happened. You know, right. that 
that meeting is just as uncanny as the one that he has with Deku in the first episode, probably. So, you know, he's talking to her, this quirkless person saying that, you know, he wants to be a symbol of peace for everybody to, to look to and strive to. And, you know, not a fucked with his ideals. She's the one that gave him the signature idea to, you know, if people, if you're saving somebody, they're in a scary situation, always let them see you smile. You know, she, he talks about her very, very, very affectionately. Yeah. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I can't tell if it was like a mother, son, student, pupil type thing, or if there was like some type of relationship in there somewhere. Oh, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would like go as far as to say like there's like a relationship there, but he definitely has this kind of adoration towards it. Uh, adoration towards her. It's almost like, you know, you have that that professor that you know you can't be putting your hands on, but it's like when you're around her, you feel that vibe. You ain't never had that you ain't never had that teacher back in school where like if you could be getting them cheeks, she was gonna try to get them cheeks. I hear you. You know what I mean? But anyway. I think it was something she said to him along the lines of, you know, we'll 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 meet again inside of the quirk and she said it was romantic or something. Mm-hmm. You know, when he saw Deku's mom, he was like, you know, ooh, she looks like she looks like Nana and shit like that. But that's beside you dirty dog. Moving on. Uh so all might was quirkless before, so he just gets the stockpiled power. But lo and behold, it was enough. It was enough to make him the person who beat the only one that beat all for one. And not only did he beat him, he beat him twice. Right. Took that man out of business. Here's a tidbit that I really like about the fact that all might beat all for one. We have to assume all for one never got weaker until he fought. All Might. Gotta assume he's been taking quirks, getting stronger, doing all of this shit. Especially considering when we saw them fight the the in that episode, he clearly had a bunch of damn quirks and was using every one of them. And it's been stated by All For One, he can't see from when All Might beat his face in. <laughs> that shit's crazy. You gotta think. First of all, just think about that. He he has to have multiple regeneration quirks, and none of them can fix his face. <laughs> so that, and he has quirks that boost his quirks, and it still can't fix his face. There's that. But when he's talking to All Might and they're fighting Camino, he says to him, "I can still see you." coming at me with your entrails spilled. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I think he that that injury that took out All Might that reduced him to being a part-timer basically, he got that before he beat his face in. Right. So he couldn't even really give him 
a full beating because he had already had his worst injury at this point. He beat that man with his guts coming out of him. <laughs> Poor Koshi, no, he better not goddamn draw this fight. Oh, no, yeah, damn, you can't show that shit. That, that, that's, that's a movie. If you're going to ever show that shit. That is going to be all my super strong, super fast, super smart. If you look at his stats, it's S down the board. He is the man. He he's he's the guy. He we saw in the short All Might Rising, and you could read it too. He was also there when Nana, like her teacher and ends teacher before him, died by the hands of all for one. And he had some shit going on. I don't know why he was standing on like a giant foot. Y'all go check out the scene. It's crazy. Maybe we'll put a picture in it on uh, Twitter or some shit. But Grant Torino was there too. Grant Torino grabbed All Might. Nana told them to run. They got out of there. You know, she died with the spile. And All Might used that motivation to become the baddest motherfucker ever. Moved to America, did some more training. That's why, you know, he's got all these names named after these American cities and states. His ultimate move, the United States of Smash. Be an awesome wrestler. This is an awesome wrestler gimmick. I'm surprised nobody came up with when wrestling was at his peak. The uniforms and all. Yeah, but... Like, what is there to say about All Might? He had the quirk for the longest. I think he had it for, like, 40 years. Yeah. He's the the best user, obviously. You know, like, you know, a lot of this strength came from being piled over and over again. But I really think it was his will because we know – Will has a lot to do with the quirk. That's why mm-hmm. All for One can't steal it. His will is not strong enough to overpower um, a user and the vestiges inside of them. So just thinking about that, you know, his go beyond plus ultra mantra, you know, imagine how much he's given to that quirk just from the power he had that he still displays as a quirkless person. Oh yeah. He's the absolute personification of a hero. Uh, I think when they, when they talk my hero Academy, they're definitely referring to all my, um, from everything that he's done and like before losing the court uh, one for all and everything he's doing now. Uh, I believe they showed in a couple, in a couple chapters ago, uh, there was a, a group of, a group of villains who were sent out to kill a a hero and they didn't know who it was because whoever paid them to do it knew, knew better. You don't tell them niggas are going to go kill all might. They'll never go do it. And when they finally figured it out, you know, they were, they were immediately terrified. And this is after like maybe months to a year after all might has lost one for all. So, and everyone in the world saw that. So that tells you enough in itself. And And then when they finally do get to him, he gives them the hockey look and they turn around and start running. He so that just tells you. Stain. Uh, he hit him with that stain look. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that just tells you enough about All Might as a hero and as a character. Um, clearly the best 
the best teacher that well, I won't say the best teacher mm-hmm. that Neku could have. He's a horrible teacher. The best. Um, he had. I love All Might as much as the next guy. He's the best predecessor that Deku could have ever had, though. Because without he, without All Might, I don't know if Deku's going to be able to, would be the one to use all of these quirks. Like you got to think, if it's a stockpile quirk, 40 years in itself and 40 years of big time. Because if you think about it. I, I, I feel you. Uh, all I'm saying is I wouldn't call him a good teacher. Oh, no, no. no I, 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 I'll, I'll take that back. He was an awful teacher. Deku out here breaking his bones and shit. Yeah, he's, Damn, he's, my, a, he's a my body was great, bro. I don't know. Lift some more weight. Horrible teacher. <laughs> Aizawa is the, by far the teacher of this show, but you know, like um, he didn't even really get the full cow stuff till he linked up with Grand Torino. Yeah, I don't think All Might really taught him too much of. He's doing. A, he's, doing he's, as, he's doing All Might shit. As far as Deku is progressing as a hero, All Might is progressing as a teacher. I don't know if I would call it as a teacher. I would say as a as a mentor. He gave him the book with all the the shit in there. You know, he still he he did tell him about the air shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the finger. Yeah. Okay. So he's progressing. He's getting better. You know. You wish it would be a lot sooner, but. I don't, I don't think he ever had to do it before. It's a good thing that uh, Lemillion ended up with Night Eye. You know, and it's, it's crazy because he only even became a teacher because he was looking to find somebody to give the quirk to. Yeah. And that's the reason why he was in the city when he saved Deku. And lo and behold, that's what happened. But before we, we get into the ninth user. Imagine if just one more person had had one for all before it got to All Might and he was the one who had all these quirks. Imagine All Might right now and he can fly. <laughs> right. Imagine Yo, ooh, you can't ooh, hit All no, Might. No, you said it, you said it best. Almighty, he can fly. Imagine if instead of giving it to Almighty, imagine if Nana Shimura gave it to fucking Jet, Gran Torino. Mm. Let him let him be the ninth user. I don't know if if he would have passed that on to Almighty, maybe. But that brings up a very interesting point in One for All because. Um, Gran Torino's quirk is a mutant quirk. What do you mean? His quirk alters his body. Oh, right, right. Everything else we've seen in One for All is an emitter quirk. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that were to happen and somebody had a mutant quirk, would their body change? Because the way Gran Torino's quirk is, is he's got the little holes on his feet and he mm-hmm. can move as fast as like how much oxygen he takes in, like how much he breathes. It would probably, probably much like the first two quirks, it would probably merge with the float quirk. And instead of just being able to float, he may be able to. But those those quirks didn't really merge. It, yeah. It, 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 it takes... 
don't, don't get off my speculation here. Let me speculate, <laughs> like, damn it. Like, you know, like, it'd be interesting to see, like, what a what a mutation quirk would have done to the quirk when it hit the quirk singularity. But no, that, 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 I mean, I don't personally, I don't care if the quirk was to flip boogers. If All Might had all the other shit going on, like, bruh, he can fly. He's got the black whip. He's got the smoke screen. That would, smoke screen, like, who? imagine. He could probably block out the planet with that shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't he know. Could, like, he, like, he, he could block out the sun and then just drop black whips on everybody and just start pulling them up and hitting them with smashes. Could you, <laughs> could you imagine... Five Gen United States of Smash. Oh, hey, bro, like you, you splitting the planet in half <laughs> easily, bro. Like you got like it's easily. crazy. He, he he basically has Ultra Instinct with the Danger Sense. They knew better. <laughs> Horror she knew better. One Not more to give person. Them all of that shit. One more person, and one for all would have been. It wouldn't be no show. This would be this would be an entirely different show if one if all might had one for all, with all the quirks inside of it, it would be it would be one punch man. That's the type of would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that, we're not going to get to Deku yet. First, we're going to do two honorable mentions. Lamillion, who for a long time I wish got this quirk. And I think if he was able to have the mastery he has of his quirk plus the strength of one for all on top of all the all other quirks. All those other quirks? Like, oh my gosh, bro. Like the smoke screen. You pop into the ground, you pop up and hit somebody with a 100% punch you can he can fly he can fly through buildings you know what i'm saying <laughs> you said it best with the first one he could just start like drop that smoke screens punch through everybody and then you just drop in the whip to bring everybody down for people to get to lock him up like he's honestly he one of the like every aspect of it he could make certain parts intangible and other parts tangible like Oh my god, imagine you remember the Phantom Menace attack he does where he like goes into the ground and he makes himself tangible mm-hmm. and the ground pretty much just shoots him out and he uses that momentum. Combine that with the <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Bruh. Oh. He's gonna go through Gig- Gigantomachia. Bruh, like imagine the power. <laughs> <laughs> like and then again with the danger sense like you know with Lemillion he said his dad said he never became a hero or never tried because he was you know pretty much afraid because of how scary their quirk is you know floating down and getting stuck and you know floating to the center of the earth or some shit if you got danger sense you know when you're in trouble you know how to activate the quirk that could spend more time focusing on fighting. Uh, you wouldn't have to even think about it anymore. That's crazy. You could just so, be worried about all your other quirks. Horikoshi, if you're listening to this, please give us 
a what if series. I know you love American comics. That happens all the time in American comics. What if Lemillion got one for all? I figure he would have ended evil. And then by the time he realized one for all was about to kill him, he would give it away or he would die with it because he is that real. Mm-hmm. You could even give it to him after uh, Deku and just show us what's going to happen. I feel like Deku, all, all his body parts about to break pretty soon anyway. So he don't really well, need to be fighting too much longer. Well, let's move on to the person Deku did give it to. And in the second movie, he passed that bad boy to Bakugo. You got to think, it gets stronger after every time you pass it on. Mm-hmm. So technically, Bakugo was stronger than Deku. Plus, he Oh, yeah, he was definitely bullet. stronger than Deku at that point. So it's like, man, like if Bakugo had kept it, like, could you imagine? He, his skills, if they aren't on par with Deku's, they are better. Like, he is a naturally gifted fighter. I would argue that his skill. I, I would argue that his skills are better than Deku's. I would just argue that Deku is smarter than Baku. So he he knows how to use. Baku got good grades. Baku is not dumb. He's just. A- oh, but, oh, no, I say, I'm not saying that that Baku goes dumb. I'm not even saying that Deku's smarter by much. I would say he's just a little bit smarter, a little more innovative. But Baku goes. Baku go ain't no slouch. And Baku goes skill in the fact that he. He's been using this quirk and and clearly is very adept with this quirk. He, if you think about it, he was the only one who really developed like three different, you know, special special moves. When they back in that arc, I think I'm pretty sure everyone else had like that one. He had two. Hey, he that nigga. That you know. Absolutely, that nigga. He's sick in the head, but. Him with one for all was strong as fuck. How he was basically just melting all that damn rock without making an explosion. And you know, you know, the movie definitely put some money into that budget, but still, god damn, that shit was crazy. That shit, that fight was so wild. I can see it in my head right now. That shit was so wild. Their team, their teamwork was fucking impeccable. But moving over to, to Deku. I'm definitely, you know, he's a good guy. You know, he he's a good guy. It had to go with to somebody without a quirk or their life would be fucked up. I gave Deku a lot of shit for being weak for a long time. Everybody made the crybaby stuff. In the war arc, he really proved himself. He really showed his ass. He he really starts to develop a lot more after All Might beats All for One. That line where All Might was like, you know, you're next. I feel like he he really took it to heart. I feel like he really took it to heart. And he stepped up with gentle, the way he's performed in the training, just Everything he's done so far, there have been no setbacks. Another good thing, his body is adapting to one for all. There was a lot of theories going around that Deku wouldn't be able to use his arms anymore. That happened, um, I think it was something either the doctor or um, nurse nurse lady said. And it was like, if you break them again, you won't be able to use them. But his body has basically 
been acclimated to all the pain and stuff. Like he's good now. Like he can go all out, and he has. Are you good again? He's good. He's good. Good. Oh like, shit! That boy body better than normal. That boy can His body has adapted to the quirk. One for all is his quirk. Let's go. So Let's there's go. so much we could say about Deku. That could be in a completely different video. So I want to wrap things up with some speculation on the second user's quirk. We don't know a lot about him except he looks like Bakugo, and he's got some type of blaster on blaster gauntlet on his arm. Right. I want to go out on a limb and say you're right, and he is some type of descendant. I mean, uh, some type of ancestor of Bakugo. And I don't know what happened down the line. Maybe one of Bakugo's uh, ancestors got with somebody who didn't have a quirk. Maybe he got like some type of laser quirk or some type of blast quirk and that thing is needed to basically funnel the power through it that's what his support mm-hmm. item is because it's really the only thing missing from um one for all would be like that explosive energy type yeah attack. yeah he and can't do he, he's, he can't really do anything he can't attack you from long range at all he just just with air but it's not like it's not like a uh, Todoroki where he can send fire or a Bakugo with the explosions. Right. And yeah, black no beams no from De- from Deku. Yeah, black whip is more of like you know it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's so, gonna hold. Can't even slap you with it. The only the only thing that would make me not think that's what it is is I don't really. No, well, not. I'm not gonna say that. What I meant to say is, all the other quirks of One for All are like they're kind of boo boo, you know. Thank you. I was all right. I was like, all right. I was just. I was like, they 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 pretty lame. They kind of boo boo. <laughs> like without the boost of One for All, like I don't want to make a smoke screen. Like yeah, that's cool. Black Whip, that's okay, but like Banjo said, like it, it couldn't do much. He couldn't do much with it without the boost one for all gave it. Yeah, yeah it's cool to have a KO Ken, but you know, like you already got to be strong for that. And it's just like a one second type. It's like a quick boost. Floating is whatever. It's not flying. It's floating. You know, that's 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 cool. I, I, I'll take that. You know, like so to have that one. About to say, like, All Might aside, like, All Might in doing what he did over the 40 years allowed Deku to learn something, learn there is a technique, there's some there's some way that I can take just the stockpiling of a quirk or the stockpiled energy and create attacks from that. But reality is, it's just punching. So, like... <laughs> It's punching, it's flicking, it's kicking. Like it's it's nothing but him using it's just force. Yeah, using force. It's science, bro. So to to give him, even if it's just one, you know, one little Kamehameha type blast, like, cause he's gonna need it at some point. Like Gigantomachia is still alive. What's to say that he might get out again? I don't. Fuck, I, I, like, fuck Gigantomachia, nigga. All for one Shigaraki out there. That's true. 
Save uh, Shigaraki if you can, but if not, blast that nigga head off. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Nah, I, I, I don't know, Brad. I don't... I know he keeps trying to say he's going to save him and shit, but how? Like... I feel like... I've always felt like Shigaraki's going to kill All Might and he's going to kill himself. I think so too. I think he's going to I think he's going to kill himself. I think he's going to decay himself. I think they're going to hug and decay each other and, and he's going to decay both of them. Oh. <laughs> that's that's pretty dark, but on that note, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to wrap up this episode on um Deku and his quirks. We're um we're gonna do some strategizing. We're gonna bring some better content. We're gonna bring more content. We're gonna really get this thing rocking and rolling here soon. We appreciate all the listens. You know, if you have any tips or advice or anything you think we should talk about, hit us up on Twitter, Nerding W Friends. Uh, check out the website, nerdingwithfriends.com. Um, Instagram on the way. Yeah, IG on the way. Reels and shit. Y'all gonna have to start looking at us. Merch. TikTok on the way. Instagram first. I'm too old for TikTok, man. Shit, I'm I'm not using myself. So Instagram on the way. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of y'all can deal with them TikToks. (laughs) But until next time, it's been me, your boy C Row Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar sign. And me, your boy, Codename Comet. Y'all have a great one. And we out, chef. Peace.